0: Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is your girl Mitzi and this is Mitzi Think Inc. And today we are diving right into Taboo Week and we are just going to start thinking about gentrification. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, gentrification. It's crazy because last night I was watching while the rest of us die on Vice and they were basically talking about bigger companies like Amazon, Walmart, you know, Costco, things of those natures, you know, coming in and killing small businesses and stuff. In my mind, the first thing I thought about, was like, is that a form of gentrification too? Because isn't the point of gentrification is moving people out and getting the area to be of a higher value? You know what I mean? I don't know. But those were my thoughts. So if you think I'm wrong or right, or if you think I have an idea going, can you just let me know? Reach out to me. Just because I would love to have a better of understanding of that, you know, because this is a taboo. I know that there are a lot of times where societies have done this where they have gentrified, but it's usually major big cities like New York City, Chicago, you know, Atlanta and Los Angeles and, you know, things like that. Those really major big cities, you know, these are the cities that are usually getting gentrification, you know, in their poorer, smaller communities, you know. And I know this is the big taboo because nobody likes to relocate if everything is working the way that they're comfortable with, you know, and sometimes the problem is that some people think that a certain way is comfortable in their eyes and it's it's justifiable and it's okay. And then there's other people who see what they do and they don't think it is justifiable why they choose to live the way they do you know and it just made me think about right now how when the first settlers of the united states when they started going west they thought that the indians were uncivilized they weren't able to justify the way they lived they did gentrification on them and they forced them out and they did so much to the native americans that first originally owned this land you know let's never forget that the native americans were the first ones to own this land you know and everybody else they basically gentrified themselves here as well because if they didn't let's be honest we all wouldn't still be living in the united states of america <laughs> that's just a point i just want to throw out there but let's just really define it i have some myths about gentrification that maybe will spark your interest of thought as well so I was able to find gentrification per Merriam-Webster.com. It's defining it as a process in which a poor area, a city, experiences in an influx of middle-class or wealthy people who renovate and rebuild homes and businesses and which often results in an increase in property values and the displacement of usually poor residents who lived there earlier. So, I guess with businesses included in this definition, I guess I can conclude that it is is part of gentrification when bigger companies do that because not only do they take down the small businesses they also become the main employer as well you know and that makes it one harder to even get to get a job or easier you know depending on your record depending on how you look at it, and depending on each individual case because we need to remember every person has an individual story and their story matters because their story makes them who they are today you know so That's something to think about. I'm just saying, just throwing that side note in there, that side thought. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to jump into the five myths about gentrification per Washington Post. I have five myths that'll make us think. So first one is gentrification leads to lower crime gentrification often leads to increase in crime. One study found that larceny and robbery went up in gentrifying neighborhoods across the country. Why that is? Well, apparently, well, per this article that I was reading, it was stating that when half of the community is still there, the older residents are still there living in their homes or living in the area that's still getting gentrified because when you're getting gentrified it doesn't just happen with one big sweep you know it happens slowly and, and it happens in only certain areas and certain parts you know so when certain residents are able to be there for a longer time they're able to see who are the richer ones there who are the ones that are moving into the area and who has more money and what they're bringing in and you know and things of that nature so Half the time, the people who are still poor and they still live in the richer areas, they just end up, you know, knowing who to get and who to rob and all that stuff because they already live there. They already know their area, you know. So that's something to consider if you're moving into an area that is newly getting gentrified. You know, be safe, be smart, and never move yourself alone. That's one thing for sure, I always say. Number two, gentrification causes widespread displacement. Hmm. Technically, here it states that gentrification is not who moves out, it is who moves in. In a gentrifying neighborhood, new residents are more likely to be well off. As a result, the neighborhood poverty makeup can shift even if no one leaves. So... It could be that no one leaves and they have just empty lots and um, foreclosed homes and boarded up homes that just get bought but knocked down and rebuilt. You know, that's the form of gentrification where literally no one leaves and they're just slowly taking over because there's so many one abandoned house, two foreclosed house, empty lots that are of value of very, very low for the land, you know. Because of this, you know, it's not just gentrifying because we want to kick everybody out it's because who also moves in and who keeps par and who keeps up, you know, and then slowly that, you know, raises up the property value. People also need to think about that as well, because when you live in a major city or even a small city, you can see these empty lots and empty boarded up homes, you know, so something to think about. Number three, long-time residents hate gentrification. Is that a myth or a fact? Whether residents appreciate the changes comes down to two things, the amenities in their neighborhood prior to the gentrification and whether the new services benefit the people who live there. In many neighborhoods with severe disinvestment, lacking many retail services that most people take for granted, one may find long-term residents who appreciate gentrification. So it kind of makes sense. You know, I know know this is on a one-sided perspective because that's how I feel they kind of wrote this article. But it does make sense what they're saying, you know what I mean? Because if you're a longtime resident in a really messed up neighborhood and all of a sudden you got something that is more convenient so that you can walk to there, so that you don't always have to pay someone to, to drive you out for how long and for so long or run your errands and be a burden on someone else, you know, you can just do it yourself when they have the luxuries of a coffee shop, you know, or of a little grocery store you know things of those natures kind of really changes you know the perspective of how does it really affect me you know are you really getting kicked out and bought out you know or are you just able to still live in your comfortability and still get everything you want and more because Come on, it's like up. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like the movie Up. You know, his whole entire block got gentrified because it was all now new construction, new buildings. And it was his one little house right there in the middle. Why is that house there? Because he decided not to move. That's the reason why he decided that he did not want to move. So he became the long term resident that ended up seeing the change happen through time. It's kind of amazing. Anyways. Um, sorry for my side thought. <laughs> Number four, gentrifiers are white. Is that a fact or a myth? Technically saying gentrification is hardly a white thing. In many neighborhoods, middle-class Asians, Blacks, and Latinos are part and parcel of the process. And it's true. It's not just white people, you know, because Black people, Asian people, Hispanic, Latin American people, they are want to live in a good neighborhood too. They want to live by things that are very convenient. They want to live, you know, in nice areas and nice things. You know, it's not just the white people, you know, to be, let's be honest, every human being wants to live in a good, clean, safe area. It's not about race at that point. It's not about, what color of your skin is or what you choose to identify yourself as it comes down to safety it comes down to human instincts you know safety and peace of mind so that's something that a lot of people don't really think about anyways last but not least. number five gentrification happens naturally the same gentrifiers who are drawn to a low-income neighborhood for cheaper housing might also work to change the area more to their liking so that's just what happens people move into an area and they just change it in a way that they know that they can benefit themselves as well as possibly the other people who are around them as well so that they can enjoy what they enjoy as well you know so everybody in the neighborhood can enjoy what that person enjoys so it's not always that selfish but you know it just depends on everything you know let's be honest everything is a factor everyone and everything has a specific need and want so it's going to be hard to identify and please everyone's needs and want but sometimes the majority gets it anyways we are going to go to the (laughs) okay we're going to go to the quotes number one we need to define gentrification as separate from the process of displacement number two Never have I dealt with anything more difficult than my own lost soul. Hmm. Number three, we all are lost stars just trying to light up this darkness. Oh, that's so beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. I hope those quotes make you think, make you ponder, make you just put things in a little bit of a different perspective. You know, that's the whole goal. Just, Just think a little bit differently, you know? With that being said, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for my fellow thinkers out there. Thank you for also anyone who purchased my children's book. I appreciate the love and support. And if you have not already, let everybody know about your girl Mitzi let them know we're just thinking about things that are real you know things that are really happening in our life in our society or possibly in somebody else's life you know there are certain topics that are a little bit more risque than others you know there's other topics that are like what was the point of this but these are topics that people think about you know so i just try to bring a broad horizon so that everybody can think at their own point because You may not be following along with me until you you found the topic that sparked your interest, you know? So if you continue on thinking with me, I promise you, you won't be disappointed because there's a lot to think about. (laughs) So food for thought. Lost is a lovely place to find yourself. Ooh, ooh, ooh i hope you understand that with that being said don't forget who you are and by allowing your circumstances to tell you who you are don't do it ladies and gentlemen don't do it stand strong in yourself and who you are never forget yourself never forget never never <laughs> all until next time be safe stay smart and never stop thinking <laughs> bye y'all